Welcome to Boost Power Podcast. Inspiration, insights, and ideas for your business and your journey. Hi, this is Betsy Weersma. You're listening to Boost Power Podcast. Today is the first day of the rest of your life. So listen to these stories of amazing women and be curious how they have something for you. Today we have Sue Lee on the podcast. Oh, there's so much. There's a thousand hours we could spend with Sue. Sue, welcome to Boost Power Podcast. Thank you, Betsy. I'm thrilled to be here. Well, Sue and I go all the way back. I tell a funny story and I say, Sue saw me naked. <laughs> and truthfully, I had a bathing suit on because I was in your water aerobics class. That's right. We were in the locker room together and that's yeah. how we met. I tell you, I think it's... Um, People wonder in life, you know, how some of your really coolest connections come and how something so innocent as being in a water aerobics class before my first hip replacement uh, turned into a lifetime friendship. And now we get to uh, just do good in the world together. Yeah. And gosh, that was what, 14 years ago, I think? Before probably 2007. Gosh. So, you know, this is an evergreen podcast. So whenever you're listening to it, but it definitely shows you that, you know, in any circumstance, you could meet someone that could then circle back and become a really important part of whoever you are. And so Sue, I'm so blessed to be your friend for all these years. Well, I'm delighted because it's been mutual. Well, so we like to tell the stories of amazing women and their journey. So, um, Sue, you know, today you are an entrepreneur, you are a philanthropist, you have founded uh, an entire global movement with your Saka to Sock campaign. You are changing the way uh, you look at emotional intelligence for children. There's like a thousand things you're doing. So yeah. <laughs> go back. Like, were you that kid? Were you that kid having I, a business in first I grade? Was, well, I was so that kid. So the business thing, my best friend, her name was Stormy, and that was her real name, Stormy. And the very first business thing we did, oh gosh, we must have been about in fifth grade, we decided to paint mailboxes, and we grew up in the country, on a, in farm country. And so we got on our bicycles, and we gathered paint from all of our neighbors, and rode our bikes up and down, and Stormy had an amazing... Um, ability to paint, really, really paint like an adult that was talented. And we started painting mailboxes and we would ride our bikes and people would hire us. And so for $3, we'd paint their mailboxes. And as little kids, that was big money. And, big money. and we'd ride like two miles, at least two, three miles on our bikes. And we're doing all these mailboxes and people kept saying, how'd you get your mailbox paint? And they go, well, Stormy and Susie did it. And that was my very first entrepreneurial adventure. There you go. Stormy (laughs) and Susie. There you go. The mailbox painters. I I relate to that. I think mine was fourth grade and it was macrame bead bracelets (laughs) with my friend, Mary Elliott. And I remember we had $40 profit by the time we had completed and we split it 20 and 20 and we were millionaires. Yeah, it's true. Absolutely. You were, you were. Back there in the very, very early 60s and 70s. Okay, we move on. (laughs) Um, Okay, so you started young with those ideas. And then tell us about your educational background. What what kind of training did you get, you know, from more traditional sources to take you into this life? Okay, so, um, and that's another thing that I think that is really great with the aspect of empowering ourselves and empowering others, because that's what I'm about, in that for myself to be able to go to college, I actually had a full grant and loan, and I went to Kent State, and I have a bachelor's in education, so elementary ed, and I taught education, um, taught elementary school, first through fourth grade, 
three different states, six years. Wow. Yeah. Well, on behalf of all mothers of children who came through elementary school, we know the value of a great teacher because it really gets the kids on the right track to have somebody who loves them and cares for them and appreciates how different they all are. It's so true. They need that person. And I was just actually quoting somebody today. It's Rachel Carlson who wrote a book years and years ago. And um, in the inside of the book on the cover, she had a quote. And I was like 15 when my mother read this to me, and I never forgot it. And she said, Sue, I want you to hear this quote. And it is, every adult needs, excuse me, every child needs an adult who remembers what it's like to be a child. And I remember, even at the age of 15, thinking how important that is. And I thought, I always want to be that adult. Yeah, And I became that adult. Loving and childlike and full of such energy that I can see that in you, just as your friend uh, and all that. Okay, so you came through, you Mm -hmm. were a teacher. Mm -hmm. And then what got you to Colorado? What got you to this platform you're here today? So in my marriage, my first marriage that... um, my husband was an engineer, and we traveled to various different states. And when one of those traveling experiences ended up our moving to Colorado. And so I, I came to Colorado in 19, gosh, what was it, 78, I think it was, and landed here. And so then when that marriage dissolved, I remember thinking, nobody should feel like they can't really handle life and that they don't have control over it. And I started studying everything that I could read to empower people, to help people have a full cooperation with life in a full mind, body, spirit, strength, energy way. And for two and a half years, I read everything I could get my hands on, and I created a program called Life Management Skills. Wow. So what kind of format was that program in? Was this like a book? Was this, you know, it was probably before the day of podcast. It's way before the day of podcast. So what I did is I created actually a workbook. So I, and this is before like all the, I had handwritten notes and everything and stacks and stacks and pages. And I had read like 75 books. And so I created a workbook that I took into uh, corporations And I did programs for them. And I worked at Lockheed Martin's Evening Institute for six years teaching life management skills. Wow. I loved it. Loved it. Well, that is now teaching toddlers and teaching young people and then teaching, um, you know, career people probably how to find some of that youth and enthusiasm back in their work and in their day Mm -hmm. by some of your skill set. Yeah. And you know what? Interestingly enough, so many people kept saying, I love this. I should have learned it as a child. And that is, I think, what took me to creating the program that I created for preschoolers because everybody kept saying, I should have learned this as a child. And I didn't realize they were really putting that idea into my head until, lo and behold, one day I found myself creating I Believe in Me, which oh, is a well, program so for preschoolers. Excited. Oh, yes. Talk about I Believe in <laughs> Me. I was like, okay, next we get to talk about I Believe in Me. So I, I know it's a program for preschoolers, but I think it's a program for the world. So Thank tell you. everybody about this brainchild. I think that it's a program for the world, too. So I really believe that every child should be able to grow up and mean it when they say, I believe in me. 
And so I teach emotional intelligence skills, or we show emotional intelligence schools in a format that actually we're hoping to be able to do a TV show, and we're kind of working on some stuff right now, but that children learn by observation, interaction, and participation. So we want children to interact and play, 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 and interact with others. And what they're going to watch when they watch the TV show or watch our program when we develop that and get it to the point where we're moving towards, that they will see real kids in real situations along with animation. So we actually layer animation along with uh, real life scenarios so that children can once again observe, just like when we play with each other, and that they can observe these um, lessons of life and that then they will be provided different ways in which to handle different problems. And I think we really, really need that. And it's universal and it's evergreen. And so um, that's basically what we're doing, skills of character, cooperation, and confidence for preschoolers. Oh, gosh. And I tell you, <laughs> everybody needs those same skills. Yeah. You know, I think what happens is when you don't get those skills, right, and you get yeah. into life, and life happens, and you have challenges, and you don't really have that base to go back and say, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah. I need, you know, I need some help here. And, you know, one of the magical things I think that we're going to do with our programming is we want to provide little songs little ditties, little sayings. And that actually stems from my childhood because my mother was one of those mothers. And she would say, you know, you need to have a phrase to hang on to. You know, like nothing lasts forever. Boy, did that work when you sit in the dentist chair. Nothing lasts forever That's going right. through my head, right? That's right. So different little phrases. And one of them that she used was, I can do this thing we call life. And for us to be able to say that. And so as kids, we would often say that. And when you practice that, and then when you need it, and you can pull it up. Right. And then I because have... Because you believe it. You do. And that's yep. the important thing. You've learned yeah. the skill set around that mm -hmm. to believe that. Yeah, I think the yeah. one I always use is there's no one nowhere to go but through. Yes. Because so many people say, oh, this is so tough. And I say, yeah. there's nowhere to go but through. So okay. just go through mm -hmm. whatever it is and get exactly. to it, to yes. the other side. Exactly. You are listening to Boost Power Podcast with your host, Betsy Weersma. We are part of the Global Sisterhood Podcast Network, women who amplify their voices and are committed to inspiring all people with podcasts on purpose. Enjoy these true stories and proven business tips for your business and your life. Now, back to Boost. We're back on Boost Power Podcast with the amazing multi-talented Sue Lee. So we now know you're bringing emotional intelligence to the world for kids. You've got this great program, but I would like to talk about your philanthropy <laughs> because it's something I'm so near and dear to, um, the Sock It To It Sock campaign. So tell people listening just a little bit about the power of girlfriends getting together. Oh my gosh, that is like so perfect. So when the idea first came to me, I was actually in the grocery store and then I went out to the car and it was at night and I called my friend Phyllis and I said, Phyllis, I've got this great idea that just popped into my head. And I said, let's collect socks between now and the end of December. And this was right at Thanksgiving in 2011. And I said, let's collect socks with our girlfriends. And in the first week of January, we'll take them down to some shelters. And we got 575 pair. And then we went to three shelters in the first week of January. And everybody kept saying, 
we could never have enough socks. And Phyllis and I looked at each other and we said, we have to make this as big as we can. And that next year we collected 10,000 from friends. And so it was girlfriends reaching out to other girlfriends and family members and things and just sending out emails and saying, hey, wouldn't you like to be a sock ambassador and collect socks for us? And now here we are and we've done over 600,000 pair of new socks in 41 states for men, women, and children Well, and I'd like to say in two countries that I personally collected yes. socks. So I did <laughs> Australia, which you probably had some socks collected because of your son. And, of course, I did socks in Norway this mm -hmm. year along yes. with America. Mm -hmm. And the Camp Experience Network, as you know, that we're both a part of, I think we're right about 6,800 this year, but we're just delivering another 500 today. So, you know, we're up in our game. So there we go. Absolutely. Yep. Well, I think what I like the best about the Sock It to Him Sock campaign is it's such an illustration that every person can do something, whether they're young or old yes. or anything in between. Mm -hmm. Every person can be empowered to make a choice to do something to help someone else. Yeah. And I think that the gift of giving, really, you get everything in return. You do. And I think it, it, there's this aspect of teaching empathy and compassion and understanding to children and so there, we have lots of children who are sock ambassadors. Our youngest happens to be four and collected at preschool and got 285 pair of socks from children for other children. Oh, and so, so it really is it, heart expanding. Oh, and yeah. the other thing I like about it, if you're listening, no matter where you are in the world, you can be a sock ambassador. It's free. There's no kind of backstory to this. This is super, super grassroots. And then the socks you collect can stay in your community. Yes. So you're kind of an, an empowerment with these idea tools, some graphics you can use on your socks mm -hmm. collection, exactly. campaigns, your boxes. And that's what I really like that it's, it's really, there's not a lot of barriers to participate. And it's just more like you guys are the cheerleaders behind this movement. Yes. And that it really <laughs> depends on volunteers because there's really you and Phyllis and your board of directors That's and some it. volunteers. That's exactly it. Yes. And so it's amazing because there are people all over collecting socks. And then when they're in another city, they then call up a shelter or a service or an agency and they go, hey, we have new socks. Would you like them? And everybody goes, yes. Yes. So yeah. Because it's so desirable. Yeah. Well, it's been just a joy being part of the Sock It To Him Sock campaign as an ambassador and also being able to kind of find so many other ambassadors that have just really bloomed. They've grown their business because they've really shown the personality of their business mm -hmm. by participating. So at the end, we'll tell you how to be a sock ambassador. But we like to tell tactics for kind of the business side. Mm -hmm. So as you have been such an excellent networker and a developer and a big idea thinker, um, what would be some tactics you would tell other people listening as they grow their big idea in the world? What would be like three things maybe that you have learned? One of the very first things that you said exactly right on is network. That sometimes when people have ideas and they hold on to them and they're afraid to do them, they don't realize use your network. There is somebody that you know who's going to be able to help you. So if, the, if someone's thinking, oh, I don't have the legal skills for whatever. I don't have the accounting skills. I'm a right brain person. I am not a left brain person. 
but I sure have a lot of friends that are the left brain people. So that is one of the main things, is that use your network, use your network, use your network. Right, that whole ask for help <clears throat> is one of the things we teach in the Camp Experience Network. Mm -hmm. It's okay. You know, we feel like women, oh, we gotta be super woman. Hey, it is really okay to ask for help. Mm -hmm. So good, that's a super yeah. good first one. What else so would you say? So another a second point would be to persevere, to not give up. We get an idea in our head and we get all excited. And then sometimes as we move towards it, we kind of lose that excitement because it's not as fresh, the excitement part and ooh, familiar kind of looks comfortable. But I recommend for everybody, just keep pursuing it. You were given the idea for a reason and so you absolutely have to persevere and go out there and just keep at it. Well, I've seen you do that through many, many things and many times mm -hmm. in your life. And I know um, just you've always held on to this dream that, you know, when the right time comes in God's will with the right people, a lot of prayer that everything will work out. And it has mm -hmm. in many, many ways. And I know it's coming um, for many things for I Believe in Me that the timing is now. So it's so exciting to be part of that. Okay, what would be your third tip? Okay, the third tip, and it's really kind of simple, is to believe in yourself. And so, of course, a lot of my tips are really emotional intelligent type tips. You know, the perseverance, the believe in yourself, interact with others using those networks. But to really believe in yourself. So often we look at other people and it's wonderful. We should praise other people and encourage them and go, wow, isn't that great what you're doing? Betsy, I just love camp experience and what you do. And realize at the same time that I also have skills. And everybody who's listening, you all have skills. And to believe in who you are and live your life and become the person that you most want to become. And if you just keep doing those three things, you will become successful. You just you just keep doing it over and over and over, and all of a sudden you turn around, somebody looks at you, and they go, oh, she's an expert on this, and you don't even realize you lived into it. Right. And I also think, too, everything has a season yeah. and a time, and I think what you and I share is from uh, doing this for a while mm -hmm. as entrepreneurs, there's times when we're in flow, and it works, and the next thing happens, and it's easy, but when we see that we are more stagnant or it's harder, mm -hmm. that we can take a breath now and say, okay... Maybe this isn't the season. Maybe we go in a different direction. Yes. Maybe, you know, there's a new way to think about mm -hmm. it, new people on the way. Um, and and I think that that's a really good lesson for everyone to just know that it's okay. It's okay because you can take a breath mm -hmm. and then evaluate what's working, build on what's working, exactly. and then find someone to help you with what's not or go in a different direction, reinvent. Mm -hmm. uh, that's something I think women are good at, yeah. the whole reinvention. And to be open to the lessons that are coming our way. It's really important because there's something to learn every day and to learn from other people. and Something comes out of everything, it absolutely. It does. It really does. Well, Sue, what are you excited about now? We've covered a lot of things you're working on, but if, just what is the answer to that question? What are you excited about now? Oh, I am so excited about living. I just truly am. Every single day is a joy, is a gift, and to for me... I always am excited about being an awe and wonder. If I could be an awe and wonder throughout my day, then at the end of the day, I've had a very successful day. And I get excited about that. I just get excited about living life well, and I being to, me. I, told, I have been an awe and wonder since you led me through the pool, um, <laughs> getting exercise with my hip. That was very challenging. You rehabbed me from my first hip. 
through the pool. Um, we stayed friends so many years through yeah. you and your fantastic husband and uh, all the things we've lived <clears> together, <throat> yeah. and that we were brought back together to serve with the Saka to Sock campaign, with I Believe in Me, and with all the other projects that we will cook up. Yeah, we will. Because that's what we around like the to corner. Do. That's it. Who knows what we're going to cook up? <laughs> and we right. will always be talking <laughs> about them in the show. So now uh, we end with having you draw a card from all this right. deck called the Dream Big Live Big deck, and it's made by a very fancy artist, and it's just uplifting. <laughs> cards for you and your life and there's something else we have to talk about so let's see what the answer is oh, to one of these right. random card <sighs> questions what support do you need there you go oh can i say the money word yes please <laughs> so one of the things in doing the socket to him sock campaign we have grown so fast that and we get lots of socks, which is great, but we have operations and we have capacity building that we need to do. And we are a 501c3 and we're going national. So we need the financial support. So that's really what I need right now well, is financial I, you know, support. And I want to say out loud, if you're an organization, you're a corporation, you're even a really large charity, mm -hmm. um, getting alongside and supporting financially and supporting with collaboration, socket to them, sock campaign is a win for everyone because it's kind of standalone, but it's also very collaborative to what other work you're doing in the world. Yes. So you could be a corporation looking for something to really just show your personality and show your, your mm -hmm. care for human beings and your community. Well, this is one ready to go. Um, you could be a large scale hospital or another charity that's mm -hmm. doing good works. This would be a great outreach, a great ministry. Perfect um, for hospitals. It's really, and it's so fun because it's in school. So if you're a realtor mm -hmm. and you want to get your name out, you know, what a better way than to put sock drawers in schools mm -hmm. and really show the local community your heart. So um, Sue, tell everyone how to find you. Well, people can find me by going onto our website, which is sockettoemsockcampaign.org. And I want to emphasize that it's socket to m e m it's short for them socket to them sock campaign dot org great well you've been listening to sue lee she's one of the co-founders of the socket to them um you heard that <laughs> sock campaign dot org so we have another website plug uh she and phyllis run that and then of course she's bringing i believe in me to the marketplace in many many forms and so that's under construction plus who knows what else it's early in the day there could be five or six more things that sue births today because she's just that talented you've been listening to boost power podcast today is the first day of the rest of your life so take some time for some of these stories to kind of just sink in and some of these ideas and insights to help you live your best life and support your business. Please share this podcast with others who can benefit from our uplifting energy and ideas. This is your host, Betsy Wiersma. Thank you for listening to Boost Power Podcast and plugging into stories from the journey of business and life. Our music today is by singer-songwriter Megan Burt. We are recorded at Cinder Sound Studios, and we're part of the Global Sisterhood Podcast Network, women who amplify their voices and are committed to inspiring all people with podcasts on purpose. Learn more at globalsisterhoodpodcastnetwork.com.